Action Park Media. I'm Jessica Hall, and I have my producer, Sophie, filling in for Deanna today, who has a slight cold. <laughs> I sound a little crazy, everyone, but I'm in good spirits, so I'm here with Jessica. You know, it's all good. I'll do most of the talking today. Thank you. Thank you. I need that. Because <laughs> I just kind of came back from a wild weekend at uh, Stagecoach Festival, and if you are not familiar with that, it is a huge country festival that is held out in Palm Springs, California. It's the follow, not follow up, follow after, I don't know if that's the right word, after two weeks of Coachella, and then Stagecoach is the third week. So it does not stop the partying in Palm Springs for three solid weeks. You seem like the queen of Stagecoach. <laughs> like, I actually was watching your stories. I'm not a big festival girl. I would do Stagecoach because I love country. Yes. And I was watching, and I was like, you know what, maybe I'll go with Jessica next year, because I feel like you do it the right way. You know, I have a blast, uh, especially I feel, and I think a lot can relate to me, when you get a night away from your children, you are going to be as crazy as you possibly can get, because you don't know when that next night comes. So the last time I went, first and only last time I went to uh, Stagecoach was, I was six months pregnant. I saw the photos. <laughs> I, Jessica posted photos looking somehow smoking hot with a huge belly and like the cutest little like denim cowgirl oh. hat. Like you looked amazing. So I was talked into going to Stagecoach. I never was the type, like you said earlier, you're not a festival girl. Neither am I. I don't like big crowds. I don't like concerts. Same. I don't like, I just, I just don't like it. So when I went, yes, I was six months pregnant, but it was uh, my first or second, I can't remember, my second child. And I was showing, but it was also like, eh, we don't want to say anything to her just in case she's not pregnant. Like I just had like this, like, you know, beer belly type of look. So it kind of sucked because I kind of showed it off the first day. Then I was like, oh, this is kind of strange because no one was like, oh my gosh, you're pregnant or anything like that. It was just a little bit of looks and confusion. So I was like, okay, this this isn't um, this isn't uh, going the way I thought it would be. So I definitely covered up the belly the second day of Stagecoach. It was so cute, the photos. I also feel like there's no better place to show off a quote unquote beer belly than a country music festival. <laughs> <laughs> so you cut to this time going to Stagecoach. I am definitely not sober. I am definitely not pregnant. And I am going to have a night out without waking up to children. So I'm going to have a good time. All right. So we get there Friday night and I like to stay in the RV park. <laughs> Just call me, call me crazy. I did have a super nice place to stay with LA Weekly, but I, I don't, you know, this type of festival, you want to be in the RV park. And let me tell you why. Uh, there is probably like 150 different RVs that are is on this big fairground property. And each row has like like a name for itself, like the party row, the college row, like Oh my god, how fun. There's so do many. Do you have to games. bring your own RV? Oh yes. You so have do to you have one? Um yes. Really? So you have to reserve the spot literally a year in advance because you want that prime spot if you want to party. This year, I did not get a prime spot because I was like, okay, call me crazy, but I want to sleep, you know? And you're not sleeping if you're like on party row eight. It is so fun, so crazy. Each RV, I did not go this far whatsoever, but other RVs did this where they set up, they wanted the best of the best. So you'd go by one and they would have a huge pool, like a blow up pool. Uh, they would set up their own bar. They would, you know, have their cornhole out, their beer pongs, like all that type of thing. But the crazy part is to fill that water up, it is $5 a gallon. 
I am not kidding. So someone spent almost $2,000 filling up their party pool for the weekend at Stagecoach. I mean, it is so... That's it's, dedication. It is so much money making up there. I swear. I can even buy a bag of ice for less than 20 bucks. So wow. anyways, we're up there. Each row, like I said, is like a theme. The row nine was like, you know, total country. They had like a... They made a huge spin the wheel and you had a spin the wheel and it was either a jello shot, shotgun and beer. One said, do a titty B. And I was like, what's a titty B? Oh my gosh. I don't know if I'm allowed to say this. And clearly you can say not it on flashbacks. I guess you can, even though it was just last weekend, but I am not, this is not representation of me. This is what they had. And I was like, what's titty B? They're like a titty bump. And I was like, what's a titty bump? Oh, like cocaine. I thought like, you know, when you like kind of like, like jump, smash, like a chest bump. Chest bump. I was like thinking, I was like, uh, and then he, I go, yeah, well there, that's nothing in it for me. <laughs> like, what is this? Oh. And some of this stuff was just, yes, crazy. What's the age range in this RV park? I would say, uh, definitely a little bit of an older crowd. Oh. Yeah. Um, I mean, of all ages, I think Coachella's a little younger vibe, but, uh, stagecoach is just, it's, it's pretty much all ages, but I would say majority of them are past the age of 30. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that one was a little crazy. I kind of slowly walked away from that without, you know, having to do op- absolutely any. Actually, I took a jello shot for them, which I probably shouldn't have because who knows what that <laughs> who was. Who knows what was in that jello? <laughs> but I was just on my way to the bathroom and I didn't, I, I'm competitive. So if they sit there and say, you have to spin the wheel, I'm going to spin that wheel. I'm not going to totally. be like a bump on the log, which I probably shouldn't say that now. <laughs> <laughs> now you never know. There's a, there's a double entendre to the oh word bump. Oh my gosh. I never felt so like, I, I'm not down with this lingo. I don't, I don't, you know, yes. You're a good girl. But no, not even, no, I've been around a lot. I, I grew up in LA. I've been to the craziest parties, but I still, maybe I'm just oblivious to a lot, but I definitely know, I know how to have a good time in my own ways. Like I am, totally. I am, I had a blast. So the question, who's a bigger partier, you or Kyle? Like when you go out together to this event, like who's yes. drinking more, who's getting more drunk, who's more fun? Um, It depends. Cause Kyle, if he sees me getting a little drunk, he's, he like pulls back. But Friday night, I haven't even, I haven't covered Friday night yet. I was just covering this whole like party rows. So Friday night, I think Kyle doesn't get out. He doesn't really do guys nights. You know, he, he golfs every now and then. Um, he is on, like on a C league softball league. Um, he does, you know, get his, you know, time with other guys and stuff like that, but he doesn't go out. So for him on Friday night, he put on his, you know, cut off Coors Light t-shirt. He was in his element. He was as happy as can be. The guy got a little drunk, um, and I I left him outside. The RV it was like 1 a.m. He was listening to ACDC with a little side speaker and a Coors Light in his hand, and he had to chew. And I was like, first of all, he's not, he doesn't chew anymore, but he says when he's at Stagecoach, he should be allowed to. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to find my Yeah, give him here. that. Give but him no that. one chews, by the way. Like when I first met him, he did the whole ch- – I'd never seen that before in my life. I remember looking at him as a 21-year-old, and I'm like, what is that? What are you spitting what into? What is that, that gross is in a gross water bottle? Disgusting, <laughs> Sophie. No. Oh, my gosh. My high school boyfriend did that. And what? I remember being like, yeah, your mouth's coming nowhere near me tonight if you have it's tobacco gross. on your lips. Yeah. It is gross. So, yes, we've been together a super long time. He has not, he does not do it. But he did, you know, someone or he bought it or someone gave it to I don't even remember. I think it was my friend's fiance that gave it to him. And he was like, he's like a little boy. Can I? Can I? I'm like, I don't care, Kyle. Just, you know what? (laughs) 
do you? And uh, so he definitely, I feel like, was in his element, was definitely having a good time. Cut to Friday night. Now we're finally go to, going to bed. It's like 1.30 at, you know, in the morning. I was going to say at night because I haven't been up past midnight <laughs> in I don't know how long. So we all claim our spots in the RV, which is there's only like a good three spots to actually sleep in, obviously. And we, Kyle and I are sleeping like above where the driver is. There's like a little bunk bed on top. So him and I are up there. And then our other group is just kind of spread around. Cut to, I don't know, like 2.30, 3 o'clock in the uh, morning. I, I hear some like stir and I'm like, what is going on? And I look up, I see one of the guys from our group that forgot where the bathroom was in the RV. You know, granny's never slept in there, probably doesn't realize it. And uh, proceeded to uh, urinate. On yes. the floor. On the floor. Yes. And I felt so bad because this guy is so great. And he uh, was so embarrassed, which is. Did anyone like wake him up while he was mid? Oh, yeah. He was definitely sleepwalking. Oh, he had no idea. I've witnessed this before. It's terrifying when someone sleep pees. Oh, Sophie, I'm going to I'm going to blow your mind with a pee story right now. Okay, stagecoach stories on hold. I need to tell everyone about the time that I literally received a golden shower. And that's what they call it. I was with Kyle about five or six years in. We had this annual trip at the cabin that we do every year with his group of friends from college and high school. I mean, they are so close. I love their friendships. And this was something that they, before everyone had kids and stuff, everybody was going to this cabin. Now, we would go and drink way too much, just party, have a good time, but we would all have to kind of find places to sleep. There was one room that had like two full beds. So I am in there with Kyle and the other bed was his friend Nick and his girlfriend at the time, which is now his wife. And all of a sudden, you know, when you just feel like someone like looking at you, even when you're like dead asleep, like you still just kind of get startled and wait. Oh, terrifying. I, I, I felt like some kind of presence. So I opened up my eyes to see his friend Nick literally standing over me with his dick in his hand. The moon light was shining in so I can just kind of see the silhouette and I was like no fucking way what's going on I I paused because I didn't know what to do he (laughs) he straight released on me pissed on me I screamed (gasps) so loud Kyle didn't know what was going on so Kyle grabbed me and pulled me so tight so his arm got pissed on too but again had zero idea what was going on he was kind of just like he was still sleeping which is so crazy to me I mean I'm not a dude but I've never woke up in the middle of the night and released anywhere but the bathroom and yeah so I woke up the entire cabin everybody was like what's going on what's going on I embarrassed him so bad his girlfriend kept saying listen can you stop like he's so embarrassed and I was like I don't care I I got got peed on (laughs) I'm gonna tell everybody but I was I was laughing about it I was not mad by any means I was more just like I can't believe this happened I straight got pissed on that is so disgusting I once had a thing with I was making out with a guy all day like at a bar day drinking yeah like one of those and then we went back to the house after he passed out he was too drunk passed out on the couch me and my girlfriend were in the kitchen talking eating and all of a sudden he stands up and we look over and he looks at us like dead in the eyes looks at us and I'm like hey are you okay like eyes open yeah unzips his pants pulls out his dick and starts peeing on the coffee table and I I'm don't like get it I'm like oh no, no, no. I run over I'm like stop I throw him he has no idea he, eyes were open but like sleepwalking pushed him into the bathroom he proceeded to pee on the entire floor I was on my hands and knees cleaning up his pee for no. like hours after but it was the most horrifying thing to witness yes 
I still remember it verbatim in my mind yep. of every possible like second every of what angle had every day. Yes. Terrifying. Terrifying. So you understand. So I didn't think it would come back into my life like 15 years later, and it did. Ugh. Stagecoach night. But was he embarrassed? He was so embarrassed, and he's so adorable and so great. Like he was he wanted to leave the next morning. I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh. You do not do that. Stuff happens. This is hysterical. This is gonna be a stagecoach memory. Did this you is- tell him the story of you getting peed I on? Did. Okay, I did. so like he is a step above that guy. Like Yes, and the guy that peed on me is a successful career guy that has two children. I mean, it's like the best of the best piss on you. <laughs> the greatest guys in the world are just like pissers, you know? <laughs> Anyways, okay, so cut to Saturday morning. We, you know, we get up and oh, this is, I mean, people are already drinking at 9 a.m. And, you know, I just, I, I jumped on the bandwagon, was, you know, drinking Bud Light starting at 9.30, played some cornhole, uh, walked over to, uh, to the L.A weekly party saw some great bands uh we saw carrie underwood we saw luke combs we saw i mean there's so many great who was the best performer oh gosh um thomas Rhett was good uh brother osborne's was i mean everybody i don't know it's just how was luke combs i love uh you know i liked i liked when they did the covers like ashton kutcher came out there which was so random i don't know he just jumped on stage and they started saying i got friends in low places is that garth brooks or yeah garth brooks right yeah, he wasn't there, but it was his cover. And just seeing the whole energy and the vibe of everyone and everyone's just like loving on each other and everybody was just so happy to be there. I think it's been a tough two years for all and just to see like the energy and the happiness and maybe it's maybe everyone was just really, really wasted, but it was just such a great time. Oh. It really was. I did call it an early night, which is shocking for me, but uh, starting to drink at 9.30 a.m. Yeah, that's tough. Come 11 p.m., I looked at my husband. I was like, I'm done. I, I can't. I, I'm done. So passed out, woke up first thing Sunday morning, came home. I was smart though. I did book an IV, (laughs) a mobile IV to come to my house. I knew after the weekend and having the kids in such a busy week. I don't know if you like mobile IVs or just what they do for you. Not even mobile, just IVs in general. But I want to say a lot of people are like, are you okay? Are you okay? I go, no, 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 listen. I like IVs for so many reasons. I don't think a lot of people realize, but when you take like pill form of vitamins, only like 30% actually you get. When you directly insert it into your veins, uh, you get uh, (laughs) like 70% and more. Yeah. And also I needed the hydration after the, you know, Palm Springs craziness. And uh, yeah, I had these ladies or this lady come over from Infusion LA and gave me the best IV and I literally perked up and I was um, like as if I never drank. I mean, why does it work? So I mean, I know you get hydrated, but what is it? You can be so hungover. Well, that's the thing is you're so dehydrated when you're hungover. This happened to me once in Miami. They had to come to the apartment and give yeah. me an IV and it took me to another I wasn't able to like get out of bed yeah but it's because you're so severely dehydrated and it's pumping fluids like you said directly into your blood but even if I did uh drink tons of water it's still like you can't get the amount of hydration and vitamins and electrolytes from drinking like three bottles of water as you can with it going like directly into your blood. <sighs> Whatever it is, it's miraculous. Yes, yes. So for all of you that ask if I was okay, I'm totally fine. And I should have, I probably shouldn't post like when I post like needles going into my arm. No, it's good for <laughs> more people to know about that. But it's all nutrients too. Yeah. Like I, I do, not even drinking everyone. I do IVs, not not just drinking. You can get like B12, you can yes. get anything in there. Yes. 
I, I get the cocktail. What's in the cocktail? Everything. Everything. All the good <laughs> Everything. stuff. Yes, yes. Okay, so there is my stagecoach experience. I had a blast. If you guys ever want to check it out, I think the tickets actually go on sale starting in June again. Oh, wow. I, I'm not sure, but I think it's like way in advance. Sophie, wow. maybe I Honestly, I want to. 2023. Yeah, it sounds so fun. Yes. You, made, you made it sound really fun. I feel like RV Park Living might be the thing for me. It sounds awesome. Yeah, book your spot like soon. I'm telling you. And you want like the good rows. So um, I just feel like I was a little too guide there and a poster person from IVs. All right, enough talk about stagecoach and partying. Let's talk about being a mom real fast. (laughs) Well, kind of. Uh, We had open house last night. It was our first open house. It was adorable. I had- Like at the school? Yes. So I got to see like my daughter's artwork. Um, You know, it was was fun. My brother-in-law, who is uh, my husband's identical twin, came with us. And afterwards, we went to dinner to celebrate our daughter and we were sitting there. And I don't know if I, it wasn't like a happening place, but me and Lane and Kyle were just like kind of sitting there looking around. We were like, I've never seen so many online dates meet at this one spot, and I haven't had dinner. I mean, it's a great, great restaurant, but it's just been a while since I've kind of, I don't know, been to a restaurant like that or just kind of outside like my little bubble. But I'm there, and I see this one couple, you know, and they come up, and they go, hi. You could just tell, like, the whole, like, You could tell they're meeting for the first time. Yes, and they're like, are you? And it was kind of sad. Like, I'm not, I don't mean to bring this down, but I'm just going to talk about this, like, online dating for a while. And also, why maybe you shouldn't alter your pictures to the extreme? Because I think I saw some things go down last night. Oh, yeah, tell me. So I'm trying to, like, you know, obviously my kids are present, and I'm just kind of being, um, what's that when you're behind looking in? Oh, shoot. Like, just on the outside looking in? Yeah, but I know there's a word for it. I just can't think of it. Like an observer? Yes. A voyeur. No, no, that's bad. That's dirty, right? I know what you're trying to say. (laughs) I know what you're trying to say. You know, it makes me human. Okay. So I saw, I'm going to talk about this one couple, then I'm going to go to the next one, to the last one. Literally, I was on the patio and I saw three dates will kind of happen. I had, I saw two and a half dates happen. So the first one I saw, I saw this man, he was really good looking, um, sitting down and he had his phone and he already had a, a table outside and, you know, in comes this girl and she looks at him, are you? And I can't tell the names, obviously. And he just looks and you could see this look of like disappointment in him. Oh. And I and I was just kind of like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. I go, Lane, Lane, you know, because my brother-in-law has been on those dating apps and he's, you know, went in to tell me some stories and stuff like that, that he had to, you know, endure. So the entire date, it was so sad to watch. He stayed on his phone almost the entire time. Oh. They got their food and drinks way before we even got ours. So technically they probably ordered right away. I felt so bad just looking at this girl, just like kind of like, you know, play with her thumbs and, I mean, it, the interaction was zero, oh, zero. My I heart. know. Well, couldn't I you know. Just been polite. Oh, no. Your heart doesn't hurt yet. Your heart will hurt on this one. So then we see this one guy again. We're on the patio. We're in like this town center. So there's a lot of people just kind of walking by. And this really young guy. He's just a little cute, probably in his like mid twenties. He has like a rose in his hand, and he has a suit on, and he is prancing back and forth for like twenty minutes. A suit and it, a suit. Oh and no! It was like a total first date. I'm thinking. He sits down on the bench, kind of near where our patio was, and me and Lane were just sitting. They're like, oh my gosh, she better show. She better show. Like, and he's looking on his phone. He's looking around. And we're like, I mean, this, we may be completely off and maybe not even a date, but this is where we're, what we're thinking. Cause we're like analyzing this whole. I mean, a rose and like, yeah, yeah. I know this is and, a date. And then when he's sitting on this bench, kind of just waiting for this person to come, no one came. And then he got up and he walked away and Lane and I were so like embedded. And we're just like, oh my gosh. So he took, he went into the restaurant to look around to see if he was sitting down with anyone. Cause we were, we felt so bad. Oh. I 
kept telling my husband, I go, can I go sit with him? Can I go just have a drink with him? And he goes, Jessica, come on. Like, you know, clearly I'm no spring chicken here, but I felt so bad. I wanted to do something for this guy because I don't think his day ever showed. My heart. Why agree to a date if you're not going to show up? Agreed, Sophie. And I was was thinking about it. I was was like, I'm going to talk about this tomorrow on the podcast just because I, I, I noticed three different scenarios. Then I saw this one that was sitting right next to us that totally hit it off. Kind of an older guy, uh, this, you know, kind of mid, maybe 40s women walked in and they were just having the time. It was also Cinco de Mayo, keep in mind, which I totally oh, kind yeah. of spaced. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> yes, but they were they were having a blast. They were drinking margarita. Maybe they're drunk, but I don't know. But I, it was crazy to literally witness three different online dating kind of situations. So fun. It was. And I, I mean, it, it was in your face so much that we could not not pay attention, but I... Honestly, I went to bed thinking about that poor guy and hoping, hoping I could be wrong. Maybe she did show up. Maybe they weren't at our restaurant. They were at a different restaurant and he got confused. I don't know. I'm trying to be positive, but it was it was kind of sad seeing that. And then I felt bad for the other girl. My heart breaks for the girl because I feel like, listen, it's very sad about the guy. Of course, someone not showing sucks. Yeah. But I'd almost someone rather not show and it just be like, oh, my God, like that's so ridiculous and rude than someone see you and actually meet you. OK, but I, and maybe be I'm like, wrong, though. maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think I am. Like, like you, you think like, they introduced each other, sat down and the man stayed on his phone. I'm not right. getting the, that's what I'm saying. And I think like, it's worse. I think it's worse. I see your point. Because then then it's personal. If someone doesn't show up to meet you, it's yeah. not personal. That's their problem. They don't know you. They don't know your personality. They don't know what you look like. If someone agrees to a date with you because they clearly think you look good in your photos and you show up and they are so disinterested, that is the biggest ego bruise. No, you have a good point. You have a good point. Then it's personal. And and they were directly, you know, when you're sitting at a table, like in my direct like eye view was that was those two people. So it's not like I was sitting staring at them the whole time. It was just so in your face. I couldn't. But I, I don't know. Maybe. No, I think I can't think of any other scenario. What it, that could you have were been. probably right. So then I went to Uncle Lane, which is Kyle's twin brother. Great guy. Good looking guy. Um, successful in his own right. He is just a fantastic human all around. So he started telling me a little bit about his dating apps, life experience. or And I know you've had a few. You've had some crazy ones that we I've already had, talked about. I've had good I've had, yeah. I've had great. I've had good. I've had the ones where that situation where you said he was on his phone, it actually made me realize I should probably try to be nicer because I've been on ones that I'm just so not interested and I have to try so hard to fake conversation. Wait, are you one of those people that would stay on their phone if you didn't like the not, date? Not that rude, but... Borderline rude. I'm not good at faking things. So uh. I can't pretend to be interested and then just never talk to them again. They'll know that I'm not super into it, but I'm not okay. like mean about it. Yeah. Um, I like human interaction. So I think I could make, even though I know it's not going to go further. You'd be good at it. You'd be good at like getting through a date that you don't want to date. I've never, honestly, I've never really done the dating scene. Like, of course, I know that, but I'm saying you're you're friendly enough and you're chatty enough. Like I'd probably lead too many people on. A hundred percent. I, people know where they stand with me and I feel like I should be a little bit more like friendly on the ones I'm not into, but I've had great, good, like, eh, and then I've had like horror shows. So like there is always a range. I want to hear about Lane. Okay. I'll tell you a few about Lane. Then I'll tell you about my eyelash lady that told me the most craziest online dating story, probably even worse than yours. But Lane and I were sitting there talking and I used to play on his, um, what is the app where you swipe right, left, tender? 
They're all oh, they're all like kind that? of like that. Oh, Raya's okay. like that. It wasn't Raya. It was one of those dating where I was just swiping left, right, having kind of fun with it. And he got mad at me. He's like, Jessica, I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's just it's so interesting and fascinating. Um, but he did tell me he's like, there was quite, a, and he's such a kind human that he would you know continue on to like because he what he does for a living, he literally truly helps people like you know live their best lives. So he did say he's like, you know, the problem is, and I'm sure men do it too, but I'm just talking from his experience. Is this girls doctor their photos so much that you know their natural beauty can't come through like when you are literally is it facetune when you are just you wipe out like literally everything you smooth out yeah, i love facetune but it's like no no but you probably know how to properly use it oh yeah <laughs> like, yeah you can't wipe out even like some girls don't even have like a nose no one should be smoothing on facetune like if you have a pimple zoom in oh. and smooth it but like i've never smoothed my face so when you smooth completely sometimes you look crazy you you do or when you use a certain apps where it changes your entire face like entire face you still have to be and you never know like you're gonna attract uh, say here like i'm not like mother Teresa here but you're gonna be you you don't want to set yourself up for failure so like why apps that literally change your entire face totally and the story you just described where the guy was so disappointed why would you ever want to be the person in that situation where you have to see someone be disappointed in what you look like go out with someone who already thinks you look good. There you go, Sophie. I, I love that. And I just, I couldn't agree more. And yeah, watching that scenario, I think it would have gone a completely different way if you were more authentic with your photos. But it is, let's just talk about those apps for a minute. It is kind of crazy. I mean, I had a girlfriend, I was out with her and she sent me back a photo and I go, who is this? She's, what do you mean? I go, that's <laughs> not me. What did you do? Because I think I look fine. And literally, you are like so photogenic. No, but it wasn't me. It was, I don't know what it was, but I mean, I look good, but it Definitely. She face apped you. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like I look like a supermodel. Yeah. There I mean, are some incredible editing apps. But that's not good because oh, if, no, if you were to see, you'd be like, Jessica, come on. Like Totally. It's craziness. And by the way, love them too. Like it's just something, unfortunately. You settle though. Could you not? I will say majority of my friends, including myself, I'm not going to lie, do some slight editing oh, so to do photos. I, I do, do not. Like filters. And, yes. Yeah, yeah. I don't put raw. Teza. Teza. I taught, you taught me that one. Okay. I by the it. way, if you're a female and you're listening to this, Teza is the best for like color filters. Yes. So good. To make your page look cohesive or yeah. if you have a photo that the lighting isn't great, you can kind of fix it on that. And I am all for that. Yeah. Filters. Yeah. And you know, we just live in this age where like, yeah, we totally don't, no one puts but, raw photos on the gram, but you need to make sure you look like you just look like look like a you that got your makeup done or something Agreed. that's the best part about it if you don't feel like getting ready or you just I mean you can yeah there are stuff that can make you look still like you but I mean I see some girls that I follow that their head looks like it was placed on their body because there's something that they did and it's so obvious to the outsider looking in I'm like you're beautiful what are you doing do you know what's almost worse than that what the body editing oh, I pull in and the, yes. like the background's all like like cricket or like now, I've had exactly I've had guys complain about that more than the face apps like okay guys will show up and the girl is like 20 pounds heavier than she is in her photos and listen there's nothing wrong with whatever size you are no just you don't want to set someone up for no, like different shouldn't. expectations and we could sit here and support women all day and we should but you can't do that either because that's dishonesty and by the way I have totally like oh my arm looks fat in this photo bad angle I'm gonna take it in we 
have all done it. Everyone's yeah. taken in a body part that you're like, ooh, it looks a little like bigger in this photo. It, it doesn't look like that in person, I swear. Like, just make sure you're representing yourself the way you look in person. It's yes. okay if you look worse in the photo and you do something to make yourself look better in the photo. Yeah. As long as the version of you in person looks like the edited Agreed. photo. Agreed. And I like what you said earlier. You're going to set yourself up for failure. It's like even with jobs and castings. If, you go, if you're going based on like a looks type of job, I mean, do you want to get the job? It's lying on your resume. If you act like you have 10 years experience in audio editing yep. and Action Park hires you and we throw you some audio and you don't know what you're doing, you are screwed. Yeah. I feel like that's happened, Sophie. No. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> nice saying scenario. like, yeah, like I would never want to go into a new job with unrealistic expectations because you're going to get a workload and if you can't handle it, there's, what are you going to do? Like, yeah. you know, you got to set yourself up for success in, in dating, in work, in life. And I think dating apps is probably the place where people set themselves up for failure the most. Yeah. And the thing with dudes, and I, so I do this for my brother and my cousin and like a lot of my guy friends. Guys do not know their best photos ever. No, and they're so much more handsome. Guys are the complete opposite of Guys are always better in person. I'll take a photo and Kyle will be like, yeah, I look fine. I go, no, like what are you talking (laughs) about? Let's do this again. They don't care. They don't care. They always pick their worst photos. I did my brother's dating app photos and he was like, no, 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 I don't like that. That's a bad photo. I go, James, trust me. I know best. Leave me alone. Let me do this. Yeah. This dude, my brother's <laughs> going out with models. My brother's, my brother just broke up with this girl who's a celebrity. My brother is getting the quality of girls he's getting now because my brother's a great guy, but he wasn't getting in front of these girls. So these girls are now matching with him because he looks so great in his photos. It looks like him, but I yeah. just picked his best ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he goes out with them and he's successful and he's tall and he's great and he's, and, and it's working out for him. And I'm like, see, you put your best foot forward. Yes. And I literally want to start, I'm not kidding, like- doing this for a living. I was, for- Sophie, that's so funny you just said that because as you're saying that, I'm like, a lot of people, do, it's to clean up, I don't want to say clean up your image, but you could do like an online course to show them how to like. No, I want to be paid. I will go through all of your Instagram photos, your camera will, you send me like 25, 30 photos. I will pick your best yeah. ones. If there's too many shadows, I will take out the shadows. I'm obviously not going to edit a dude and make them look different, but like, yeah, yeah. I will put your best foot forward Lighting. on your dating apps. I Lighting, Lighting is the key to everything. Do you know Even what my six-year-old knows? Mom, no, the lighting's bad. I'm like, oh my gosh. She's so embarrassing. <laughs> I love Sophie. Because I say it out loud and I don't realize it, but it's not that I'm, she's not... I'll have her take a photo and she'll know. She's like, no, mom, it's it's bad. It looks dark. Oh, like, my God. All right. Because she hears me all the time, like, you know, when I take family photos. But it's, you know, we live in a day and age now. Like you said, we have this ability to get these great photos. And these are, you know, our legacy leaving behind. I don't want a totally. bunch of dark photos or shadows. I want my family to see. Like when you see light, you see happiness. You see, yeah, that's a great example, like of your brother. If he's sh- putting a photo out there where he's like, I don't know, not outside and like a dark room where there's bad shadows. It, it's the energy that gives off. It's like, oh, God. Do you know what? guys also do which uh, is gosh what mirror selfies they still do no, that? well that's the worst I would, uh, but they turn off they do they post like a normal guy like a, an abnormal guy is posting mirror photos sorry that's just the truth like i'm not yeah. gonna match with a guy who has mirror selfies but i'm talking normal dudes yeah it, say you put five photos on hinge four of them will be group shots which one are you <laughs> <laughs> how do i know? Like, like i want your friend because normal yes because yeah. normal guys most guys don't want solo photos yeah and i'm like cropping my brother i'm like making him 
take photos by himself. He's like, no, this is weird. I'm like, you need this though, because you can't be posting photos in a group and the girl not be knowing which one you are. Like their first photo, their second photo. Which one are you? Agreed. No, that's actually a really good point. So if I I think the majority are women that listen to this, but what are the do's and don'ts when building a profile? What are some uh, pros and cons to creating a successful profile that people are going to look and take you seriously and you're going to attract the right men? Okay, great question. It's funny because I feel like I could build everyone in the world's profile perfectly. It's so hard with yourself. You know, when you like think your best photos are something and everyone's like, no, like one of my guy friends once saw my profile was like, Sophie, no, I think you have to make sure there are none to very little bikini or like sexy. You do not want to put sexual photos on your dating profile because if you're dating to find a partner or a husband and like, you know, you can be a sexy girl. You can look great in a bikini. If you're in a bikini fishing or doing water sports or like with friends at the beach, that's fine. But don't put these like sexual bikini photos. Yeah. On your profile. Okay, good. You want to be like life material, you know? Okay. Make sure, like I said about the guys, don't put too many group shots. Make sure that it's solo shots or you crop yourself so they know which one you are. Okay. Like we said, don't over edit your photos. Don't make yourself way skinnier than you are. Okay. Also, don't lie about like... Uh, this is mostly for dudes. Don't lie about your height. Don't lie about your age. Don't lie about like your job. Just be very honest on there about, and if you don't want to put what you do for work, don't add your work. Like just yeah. omit anything rather than lie about it. And then with the date, with the prompts, cause some of them have like questions be kind of cute and funny. Give an answer that dudes will want to reply to. Cause so for hinge, that's one of the apps I'm on a guy like can the way they have to like you and they can like write something. Okay. So the way most guys usually write me on hinge is one of the questions is like, let's debate this topic. And my answer was, who's hotter, Tim Riggins or Coach Taylor? Have you ever seen Friday Night Lights? Like the old movie? It's a TV show. No. <laughs> it's an old TV show. It's an unbelievable, <laughs> like, <"Paul Walker." laughs> unbelievable TV show. Got it. But these guys love this show and girls. And okay. these are two characters, two men that every guy like worships and every girl is in love with. Got it. So I'm like, let's debate this topic. Who's hotter, Coach Taylor or Tim Riggins? And every dude has a response to that. So okay. you need to have something that like will draw them in because some guys don't feel comfortable just like replying to your photo being like beautiful eyes, you know? Yeah, no, that's great advice, actually. I like Thanks. that. So start off with, and then that could be yeah. You could say something funny about the whole questionnaire. It's like that's even when I do Instagram stories, I always kind of like to do like a poll or something yes. to engage Engagement. instead of just being Engagement. like, oh, beautiful family. It's like, no, you know, let's let's have some fun with it. Who still has a four year old in their bed? Ha ha. ha. No. Okay. People love. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. On Instagram stories, people love polls. People yeah. love voting. People love answering questions. Yeah. People love to engage. Yeah. All right. I love this. Um. <laughs> so this has been a great. I walked in here today being like, I want to talk about this. Being the fact that I was at dinner last night with three different dating stories, which was kind of crazy. None of my business, by the way, but I made it mine. Um, I wish you got to like talk to that guy in the suit. Oh, you, I tried. My husband's like, Jessica, I was like, I, me and Lane were both just like, we felt so bad. We wanted to do something, but you know, again, I'm no spring chicken here. I'm there with my children going to go sit with this guy to make him feel worse. I don't know. Can I ask you something real quick? How did Lane handle being on dates with girls that he... You know what? He feels like every new person he meets is just like like a gift. Like, I cannot describe how great this guy is. Aww. He is just... He feels like there's reasons for everything. So maybe he helped them, you know, whatever they wanted to talk about or whatever, he helped them in that moment. Even though that there was going to be no future with that, he just stayed in that moment, was present, and was there, and then would just move on. That's really nice. 
nice. I know. He's so nice. If you ever listened to this, he'd be like, you, Jessica, you were like so nice to me. Why don't you say that to my face? <laughs> um, all right. Sophie, thank you so much. I know you had a little bit of a cold today, but okay. you rocked it as usual. My brain works. I love it. I love it. <laughs> all right. I'm Jessica Hall. And I'm Sophie Julia. Thanks for having me. Yes. And this is Flashback. Flashback.